Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hey, beauty. It is with such a full heart that I share this episode today. So Sophie Jones was in the cohort. I love her so much. Her story is so powerful as a woman too. You're going to be totally captivated by her life. She was a victim of human trafficking and has just had a wild ride, right? Like so many of us. And it's so incredible to see where she is today in this happy, flowy business that's working so well for her. She did she started her coaching business with me in 2020 and did 44K in sales in 90 days and her first 15K in the first 45 days. And obviously, this is just so beautiful um, with this being her first time as a coach. She's very similar to me where she has a strong business background as well, which you'll hear more about. Um, and the real thing with her is you know, she had built multiple businesses in real estate and really been inside of these like very strategy focused, very masculine, just like only focused on results, kind of not a lot of attention to your soul. And you as a woman, you know, these very traditional containers. And while she had experienced success in the real estate world, it wasn't sustainable, right? And now, you know, like I said, she's married, she has a family, she's been been able to prioritize fun and like going on vacation and her business is a reflection of her soul. And she's happy and like naturally, obviously we're human. We all go through kind of these spiritual up levels or the emotional things that are present at the moment, especially some of this is just honestly planetary and the energy of what's happening in the world right now. Cause you know, I can feel kind of quite often these things are coming up. So (laughs) I do want you to know it's normal and I do want you to know you can be supported and you can have success anyway. And you're going to love it because Sophie, you know, once I was done asking her questions, she turned around the conversation, interviewed me. So that's a vibe, right? So you could learn more about my behind the scenes and, you know, how I think about business and money and just all my different belief systems that have been part of carrying me where I am today. And you'll hear so much about the cohort and finding that feminine flow while setting up a business that works for you where you don't get dragged around by it. It's all, it's just a beautiful conversation. And, you know, I wanted to share it, obviously, because we have the goal in sale that's live right now through end of day midnight on the 15th. So be sure to really listen up, ladies, because you do not want to miss this sale. And I added an extended payment plan, which is really a vibe. And this is just all the work. It's like the strategy work, the messaging work, the packaging work, the wealth consciousness work, the healing work. I always say I created a multidimensional business experience on purpose so that the full human is being addressed. It's not just like laddering strategy on top of a nervous system that really also needs support. Like we got to hit it from a lot of different angles to become successful, right? And to actually be happy. And so the cohort is very much designed the way that it's designed on purpose because I never wanted business to be this really stressful or really like black and white and hard experience, you know, or else like, what is the point? And we're here to be turned on women. 
also enjoy the episode, make sure to head to episode notes or to my website to check out more about the Go All In sale. I think I just said it. I introduced an extended payment plan. So you have six months. If that helps you, it helps a lot of other women. So that's a vibe. And I'm going to let you get to it. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to be here tonight with Sophie. If you're here live with us, please say hello. It's so weird for me because like, if I look at the computer, we look delayed. So I have sure. to see everyone's comments. But anyway, let me know where you guys are tuning in from, how you're doing. I'm so excited to be chatting with Sophie. And like, yes, obviously her financial success is incredible, but also just like her as a woman, I love so much. And I think her story is going to be so inspiring for all of you. And obviously, yes, we'll talk about her financial success and how she's really been showing up in a much more feminine, authentic just genuine way for her soul and her heart in her business. Um, And this is her first time being able to be this way as an entrepreneur and also be successful and be engaged and have a family and have a life and have all the things. And that's what we all want. And so to me, there's no point to making the money, having the business if we aren't happy and if it's not sustainable. And so Sophie can give us like a really great comparison of like what things used to be like for her too. Yeah. And what they're, what they're like now. Um, so Sophie, do you just want to introduce yourself and yeah. kind of know you do? So I am. Totally. So my name is Sophie Jones and I own Sophie Jones Sacred Coaching. And I am a conscious sales and business coach and also a breathwork facilitator slash healer. And, um, a little backstory, this is my fifth business. So that's, we're going to talk about that, but there's something to be said around that. And, um, I recently got engaged and moved to Missoula, Montana and just living more of like a slow mountain life. I moved up here from Houston, but I've lived all over the United States. Amazing. So let's just like go back because you have a pretty, like everyone sees this like beautiful together woman who's doing well and happy and you yeah. have like a pretty wild past which I kind of love I mean now that you're on the other side of it but just that story because I think that there's so much fear for women granted your journey's been pretty extreme but even this like fear around where we started having anything to do with where we land or where we're going and I'm like, no, because you know how women will tend to feel like, oh, I need to be perfect. I need to be this. I need to be that in order to have it all. And, you know, that's. I still feel like that sometimes. <laughs> so like that still happens, right? Like that's just, that's, I think some hard wiring, but yeah. So I think you're like alluding to like my whole story. So, and I'll just talk yeah. about it because yeah, that's how exactly. it took. Yeah. I think okay. Yeah. Cool. I like. Oh, into the actual person too. Yeah. So I'm from Salt Lake city, Utah, and I wasn't of the predominant faith there, which is to be LDS or Mormon as you hear. And so I grew up, there was a big polarity there. I grew up in very wild, um, kind of mountainy partying quite a bit and always loved a bad boy. Um, my dad's a criminal attorney in Salt Lake and I grew up with him and a bunch of kind of like the Godfather, a bunch of uncles. I went to dinner you know, five nights a week with a bunch of grown men and it was great. Um, but I was it really, I think that says a lot about my masculinity because I was around it a lot. 
Um, and then I think I fell in love with my first drug dealer when I was like 12. <laughs> like the bad boy in the, the school that like sold weed or whatever. And, um, and was part of the snowboarding industry, dated um, a gentleman that was part owner in a really predominant snowboarding company and moved around quite a bit. Didn't know what I was going to do, you know, living young, wild and free, um, but always dated bad boys. And it was a big deal for me. Um, I just loved that underworld. And I think people, it's funny. It's like you meet people that are afraid of that. And yet like they'll go create and like play in this shadowy, you know, it's like the person that's like- I played in the shadows too. Yeah. yeah. But it can also look just like the person that flirts with the guy that's married, that flirts with the guy a little too much at work. You know what I mean? It's like, we're all kind of like lusting after or- if you haven't done the work or whatever that looks like lust after this dark side. And, but I was like, baptize me, honey. I want to go like all the way, like I want to marry into the mob. And, um, fast forward, I found myself, I was drinking way too much. I was living in Portland, Oregon. Um, and I was doing some cocaine and I was serving tables at a really nice restaurant, making a lot of money. And, um, and I broke up with the guy I'd been with for a couple of years. So that was my anchor. And so I did what I thought I knew to do, which was like, go find a bad boy. And at the time I didn't know Portland, Oregon was like one of the biggest places to turn women out into prostitution, like in the nation. I had no idea. And so being pretty actually naive, being from Utah, thinking that I like, I knew what was up. And I met a gentleman who had, you know, if you will, like just street slang, but had been a pimp for like 12 years and saw that I had just lost my job. I had just gotten a DUI. I didn't have any money. I was in fear. I didn't want to tell my parents what was going on and um, really capitalized on that opportunity. And so um, thinking he's my boyfriend, I like, you know, he like takes care of me and move in with him. He starts to bring a lot of women around that are in prostitution that have diamonds and nice things. I mean, it's so funny in that world when you really groom someone for that, that's really, you know, that's been around, let's say people that sell drugs and I never really like have a big drug story. Like I did some party drugs, but it, I just wasn't in my um, story. And, um, and so, you know, just thought, oh yeah, this is, I'm, I would never do that. I'm not going to be a prostitute, you know, whatever. And after gosh, maybe a month of being around this guy and also being pretty desperate, I was like, okay, I'll, I guess I'll try it. Right. And, um, so when you hear in my story and what I talk about is being a victim of human trafficking, a big part of being trafficked is like, once you agree, they take you away, like you, so that you cannot like go get help. And so I think within like two days, we were in New York, we were in New Jersey. Um, we went to DC, we went to Florida. And I had never had some violence in my home growing up, but like, you know, that went away when I was very young. And so I, even though I'd been around like scary guys, they were always like very jealous and protective and never hurt me. And, it, and, and so I'd never had a like grown man, like, you know, hit me. And, um, and he, I remember being in like in New York and he like broke a phone over my face and me being like, oh my God, but like, you're so you know, you're so, if anyone's ever dealt with abuse in a relationship, you're so, so, so like kind of dependent on this person too. And so it's, it was pretty, it was interesting at the same time, I will tell you, I was really evolving as a human being. And like, I tell people 
prostitution was one thing that like taught me sales. Like I learned people, I learned people's energy on a really high frequency because you're living in somewhat of like the survival, right? But it's like, I learned how to be around people. Um, and I d- was never afraid of like the customer or client. And we ended up in Las Vegas. Um, my whole family found out, my family like freaked out, called like national, you know, like investigators, called like human trafficking, like you know, support groups, hotline. I mean, it was like everything they could do to say, bring me home. And um, these people were brilliant and they were just like, listen, something's going to happen and she's going to want to come home. And if she knows she can come home, she'll come home. And so they just acted like nothing was wrong. Like after my family got off the, over the shell shock, they were like super loving, really supportive. And lo and behold, that guy almost beat me to death. And, um, and I went home. And I ran home with the clothes on my back. I dropped, you know, I acted like I was going to go to work and dropped the car off at um, the Mirage on the third floor. I'll never forget. And I ran to the airport. So um, that would be a lot to get over. Um, And that would also be some things that I think fueled me to want to be very successful. Well, and what I was going to say is, well, look what happens when we are not financially empowered. You know? <laughs> it's not always looks, it doesn't always look exactly like that. But, yeah. you know, women are not taught. I mean, this happens all the time. I've attracted, I mean, you were sort of manipulated into the situation, but I've had a lot of sex workers kind of like come into my world. And it's like, oh, like you don't, it's like there's a what else am I, you have to get up against the wall and they're like, what else am I supposed to do to make a lot of money? Totally. And so much of like my passion for helping women make money, period, is to like give us choices. So it doesn't have to be like, well, the fastest way to make a ton of money is to be an escort. Yeah. And then go and home. Drama. I know not that's not what everyone chooses, but I'm saying it's more women than people realize. Oh, a ton more than people realize. Yeah, yeah. a ton. And when I actually came home, And how I got linked with my first mentor in business was I was going to keep escorting. So like, I was like, I haven't had enough. Oh my gosh. So I was like, okay, I got away from this scary person. I want to make all this money. Yeah. And, um, and I reached out to, and he's like a brother to me now, but, um, an old friend, his name's Travis Wood. And his dad was like a huge person in real estate. I didn't know that at the time, like as I entered the real estate world, but I went to him and he's kind of like playboy back then. But like, I knew he made a ton of money in stocks and he owned his own company. And I said, Hey, um, and we knew each other through snowboarding industry. And I said, Hey, can we talk? And so he said, call me tomorrow. And I called him and I think I had a bit of a crush on him too, but I just was like, Hey, you know, I'm going to, this is my game plan. And he knew one of my best friends. And so he knew like everything that was going on. And he also knew I was dealing with a ton of shame. You know, Salt Lake was a really small place and everyone now was like, oh, prostitute, escort, hooker. I mean, I had these really intense labels um, at my hometown and people had seen stuff online. And so he asked me to give him six months. And at the end of the six months, if I wanted to continue working down that path, he would give me his blessing and teach me about stocks. And so I said, yes, which is, this is a total God thing. But I think you talk a lot about when we coach and when I hear you coach, it's like bringing people in and calling people in and you're very intentional about it. But I think, um, I think people don't realize they can be intentional about it without like channeling and being like, whatever. It's like your spirit knows what you need. And if you're really serious and set on it, 
these people, you just have to be willing to like reach out and ask, right? Like I didn't really know Travis at all. And so he had me read this book called Think and Grow Rich. Then he had me read a bunch of other books. And after like 90 days, um, I obviously wasn't going to go back into escorting. And he was like, hey, do real estate or insurance. And I loved homes. And so I, I got my real estate license. And I started the first time. Yeah. And so you were very successful in that space. And I want to talk about that some, because I know like while you built multiple successful six-figure real estate businesses in different states, um, obviously we, we got out of escorting in that world. That's really positive. But yeah. then still we're dealing with a lot of like survival energy and masculine. And so one of the things I'm always saying is like, we don't have to be in that energy to be really successful. And there's a lot of, I think that like, I've had a lot of women come my way who are in coaching containers that were very much like that. And, um, so I'd love to talk to you just, um, because you started your coaching business with me and what it was basically like working with me and being in the cohort versus the experiences you were having like with coaching and building your real estate business kind of coming from like a completely different energy. Yeah. And I'm going to just reply and kind of like how that landed for me. Yeah, for sure. So, so what I, what I, what I've been through, but what I also see is like masculine energy in coaching in the coaching world feels super good because you you're getting shit done. And so for well, people, you have to have some or nothing's happening. Totally. Yeah. Right. But also when you're leading people and they're you're like, I was always programmed for survival since I was like three. So it's like that masculine energy felt good in all my past coaching, not all of it, but a lot of it. And I have paid like anyone that's seen my story, I've paid, you know, six figures in coaching. So, but that was for real estate and business. And so to come into the cohort and I have to, I had to really, I found you through to be magnetic and she talks about expanders. I had to really see that people could attract and then like, and almost real, like I tell my clients all the time, like drop your puppy. Like if you see a three-year-old and they love a dog so much, they're like, love you. That's what people do to their businesses. And when I watched you go, okay. And you have very, I think what I was attracted to you is you have very masculine energy in some ways, very much like you're like, Hey, this is what we're doing. And I loved that because I can relate to that. But then there's also this very softer side of being in the cohort. And then when you bring in the other people that you have brought into your container to help people grow, it really like, it's like, you don't have to figure it out. It's like the players are all there. Like you're literally like, here's the whole, here's, the whole thing. And I'm definitely going to support you, but I'm going to show you that I also live in flow. And then we'll show you how to do this. And like me trying that on was so foreign and it was actually pretty hard for me because it was like, no, I'm just going to go get shit done. But like when I would relax and when I would take time, people would just show up and it was a beautiful experience. And that's what I got from being in the cohort. I think when I see a lot of other coaching containers currently in the coaching world, it's like, they're going to take you from A to B. Like they always talk about the transformation, but I think that there's not enough support there. And so people will just naturally get back to the masculine of like, I'm just going to squeeze my dog. And this is what I'm going to do. Opposed to being in the cohort where it's like, Hey, it looks like you're killing your dog. Why don't you drop it? Oh, it's like, relax. <laughs> yeah. Like come, why don't you get some help with your content? Why don't you listen to what other women are going through? There's like this sense of community where for me, it was like, oh, 
okay, okay. Like it's going to be okay. And it's going to be more than okay. But I think I had this energy of like all the coaching that I had had was like, what are your numbers? You said you want this. Why are you not dealing with this? Like, where are you at? And so when you pay for people basically to like verbally abuse you for results for a decade, you know what I mean? In some ways, and it worked, you know, in a lot of ways to come into something more feminine, even though you had masculine energy, which I was attracted to was, was brilliant. And it was really, it was almost like a healing experience for me. So, because in real estate, my understanding, I've never worked in real estate. There's a lot of like cold calling, hustling, like you go get what you want. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're like just what I've heard from other, I haven't worked in real estate at all. Yeah. So what, what made it different is I was always doing that because I had moved so many times. Yeah. In real estate, you get to a certain point where like you're referral based, but you'd still cold call. But for me, it was always that it was like, Hey, I'm going to be at the top of this company. I'm coming in. I'm going to work my ass off. And so, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And the reason I bring that up is because I don't teach any of that. I'm like, no, we're going to like get to you, package your work, do the things, work on the money, do the healings and people will come to you. You don't have to, you know, totally experience to that. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Um, and it's the way I've built my business. So what? then so how was I I know you said like at first it was like a little scary because you're like wait what can it really like be like this yeah yeah well I think everyone I I think everyone comes to coaching or what in your container if you will from what I like experience with their own stuff right and so what was great Yeah. yeah about the cohort was like you could see other people going through their stuff like then you could like it wasn't like you were alone right and that really helped me also to go like oh fucking chill out like it's totally fine opposed to like okay we we just have to get it going like you just have to get your shit launched like you just have to get it done right it was like hey like go speak with ray and get like your energy worked on and then come back and and as soon as like those things shifted someone would show up in my orb and i'd be like hey awesome you mean in terms of your client? Yeah. Client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very into making room for our emotions. I think what happens is, yeah, and like I have, I also think people get confused about what feminine is. Yes, I have strong energy. My masculine is like expressed, but that doesn't mean I'm not feminine. You know what I mean? It's totally. Like you have to learn how to have them like play together which is something I feel I've done well in my business. Like I'm actually relaxed in my business and I've been through, I worked in finance. I did all the things. I know what it's like to feel crazy, but I like intentionally was like, this isn't, what's the point of becoming an entrepreneur to live like that? The whole yeah, reason not life or death. time of become an entrepreneur is for time, location and financial freedom. So if you don't have those things, what's the point you could, you know, I don't know. I just like, I got burnt enough times that I just absolutely like was not available for that. And I care about showing people there's another way. Do I get my shit done? Obviously, you're not going to have a business if you don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I think there's a lot to be said, though, for not trying to like override our emotions, override our healing and like be in these coaching containers where it's like everybody's terrified, but nobody's sharing how they feel. It's like very hard to get like sustainable results when there's not space for like that emotional processing, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. That's why I, I mean, I, that's what I said. It was like kind of being in the cohort. There was some healing happening there for me because I was so used to just being like, we're going to get shit done. Yeah. Like, like get the fuck out of my way. Like we are going to get something. And it was like, Hey, you do not have to do that. You are being crazy. And I also, I, my fiance is somebody. And I think this is what's so funny is like, I went through before I met you, like I got sober. I really did like a year of almost incubating my soul and figuring out a lot of things that were important to me. And so like, as you grow a business and as you have a business that's an extension of who you are, like I had these underlying things that I really wanted, which was like a ton of fun. I wanted to get outside more. Um, I wanted to really have like flexibility and like fluidity in my life. And so I attracted a man that like, his number one thing in fun or in life is fun and adventure. Like we are out doing fun shit all the time. And so when that was happening, it was like, oh my God, my business, like, yeah, I, so you see my numbers. So I sold $44,000 within the first 90 days. Now I didn't get paid on all of that in the first 90 days, but I just did my numbers. And in the first six months, I grossed money in almost $42,000. So there'll be, there's more money coming in next year, right? But when we talk about money versus sales, but at the same time, it was like, I was out of town most every weekend with no service in like camping in Montana. I went to Costa Rica. I went to Park City to this luxury trip by myself. I'm going to Lake Tahoe for um, a week on Monday. So it's also like, like that's that part of that feminine is it's like, you know what, honey, you're going to get there when you get there. So why don't you have some fun and like, not make it about like all the sales, all the money, all the time. It's like, you've got, I think I, I, my, like my personal experiences, my business grows at the direct relation of like, I'm enjoying my life. So if I'm not enjoying my life, my business is like, it doesn't feel good to get on calls with my clients. It feels, it feels like a trudge opposed to being like, Yeah. yeah, opposed to being like, you know what? I got to get off this call, honey, because I've got breath work in a minute. And then I'm going to go like, we're going to go do something fun this weekend. And I try to show people that, that come work with me is it's like, where are you having fun? It doesn't have to be a grind. Well, and also just, you know, I don't remember. So when you first start, I think you did about like 15,000. Was it in the first 45 days? I mean, Uh, yeah, I think I signed up two people. I know I signed up two people within the first 45 days, which yes, that was what have been. Those were both, what was it? 7,500 paid in full each? 72. 72, okay. So just under 15. Okay, so just under 15. But also I just think to the magnetism because I'm always sharing you don't really have to chase. Like what was that process like in terms of you like showing up and then receiving the client because there was a lot of ease there, which is what I'm always trying to help women build into their business. But it's hard for people to believe until it happens them that it's real. Yeah. What was it like to receive that? That was, I mean, that felt like a little bit like Yoda. It was like the force, you know what I mean? You're like, what's going on? Like people are just showing up. Well, Cause you weren't yeah. doing that much. It was like a couple posts, a little bit, you know, it wasn't like you were like, yeah. like engine on all cylinders going crazy. Totally. Like that's not, so I was just wondering if you could walk them through like what actually happened because a lot of people are like doing, 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 yeah. doing things happening. Um, so 
what I was doing right then was I was walking every day. So people like want to know, like, what did it look like? And I'm a big component of habits. So when people come work with me, if their life's a little funky, which it usually is, I'm like, we got to get some better habits for you. But my habits were like to rewire my nervous system. So I'd wake up, I'd like play classical music, light some incense, go on a big, long, beautiful walk. And then I think about what I wanted to share about. And I post. Yeah. Yeah. And then, or I'd like share online and then people would show up and we're really attracted to that. And I would say even as, cause I've hired someone to help me with my content, like write it for me. And we're tweaking my voice there. Cause it's hard to get someone to, to really know you right. And your messaging and We'll see how long, if I choose to continue to stay in that person in their container. But the point is, is it's like, it's funny because as, as what our mind tells us is it's like, okay, people are showing up. So I'm going to do something to like work hard, go drive the car again, opposed to just being. And when I'm like trying to drive my car too hard or force it, it like, it pushes that magnetism away opposed to like, there's times where I'm like, I'm just going to like read this book in my office on my cute little fold-out couch in my great office downtown. And like someone will reach out and be like, Hey, I need to get in touch with you at the first of the year. So it's like, that it really can be that easy. Um, so I mean, obviously I've had, I feel the same, right. (laughs) But it's me teaching. So it's easy for me to say that. Um, that's why I like to talk to other people who've actually experienced it, but how did you feel in terms of the support with um, like packaging and messaging and like doing the businessy things. Sure. Because sometimes I've received people they've got in business coaching where they're learning like click funnels and all these systems and all this stuff. I'm like, girl, babe, you don't even know how to make money yet. Why are we on a click funnels and like, yeah, all, like email funnels and all this stuff, which is great for later, but like that is not what's at the meat of your business and what's drawing people to you. So how was it just learning like? The kind of, you know, showing up on video, your packaging, your messaging, like you expressing your actual full self, not some weird watered down version. Cause we see Susie, Sally and Suzanne coach over here talking like this. Yeah. You know, I think I had, so I felt really great about the support. Um, I think also I had just such a strong past and, you know, and had done the businesses where I was like, I'm going to do it my way or no way. Like I had similar to where you have been. And I think people that you attract where at times, I don't know who's in the container right now, but it's like, I just was like, I need it. And I wasn't fully sold on like, I want you and I had kind of been around each other. But when I saw that you were like, Hey, I have someone for copy. Hey, I have someone for your energy. Hey, I have someone for online marketing. I was like, Oh my God, this is exactly what I need to like, take the guessing out of it and feel really supported. So in terms of like Sally, Susie, this, that, and the other, I was like, that's not happening. Cause I'm Sophie. And like, this is who I'm going to be. But in terms of like, letting that translate. I think I see a lot of people that have a hard time with that, where it's like, okay, this is who I am now. How do I share that? And I'm like, Hey, you're overthinking it. Just share it. And like, what was great in the cohort is that if, you know, I can't think of her name who Shawnee, is she still? Yeah. So she would look at your stuff and be like, okay, this isn't making sense. Right. And so to be able to have someone, because when you're, when you're talking and you're selling and you're set, like telling people who you are, especially in your copy, that was like where I got a ton of value. It was like, if it wasn't, if it wasn't being communicated like, well, someone was there to tell me opposed to just like 
fumbling online and people being like, what are you doing? What is it that you do? You know, and I see that with coaching. I think that that's why people come to you and also come to me is like, there's like this directness where it's like, take the guessing out of it and don't make it hard. And like, that's a big deal about the cohort is it's like having, having all the like players there was like amazing. And that's my big thing too. I'm like, I'm always saying fastest road to Rome is easy as possible. And like my ego is not so big that I want to be all things to all people. And this is a mistake that I think sometimes people, because when I say like, if I was going to try to take on, be like, I'm going to be, yeah, of course I'm great at sales and strategy and packaging and pricing and like all the things, but I'm not a healer and I don't want to be, but I want my women to have that. Right. Yeah. I'm a great writer but I'm not like a professional copywriter. I'd rather bring in an actual professional to help my clients or brand work or whatever it is. I have a good eye, but I know I'm not the one where it's like, bring me your stuff and I'm going to move it around. And like, now it's all of a sudden beautiful, which is like what we have now. So I'd rather like, I'm so into collaboration and giving my clients like a really like deep, full experience just based off of what I've seen, like all the bricks that had to be laid for me to be here with ease. It's and not everybody coaches this way. People are different. I also am someone who likes variety and I get bored if things aren't like moving around some. <laughs> but I like giving people this experience of like, wow, you get to have like this big multi-dimensional experience. And then also of course on my side, it's scalable too, right? Yeah. The sisterhood. Because I think that makes an enormous difference. I think women get very lonely in their businesses. They feel like something's wrong with them. They're the only one who's having these emotional issues come up. And then you you just find out like how normal you are. Like we think we're, I joke, it sounds a little mean, but I'm like, you're not that special. We all have the same stuff going on in like varying degrees, but trauma makes us feel like we're alone and we're like the only one. And it's true. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So ladies, also, if you have questions, please drop them now so we can answer them. Is there anything else that you wanted to share? Um, I'm going to ask you some questions. I feel like people don't. And so I want to just like ask you who do you like when we're in the cohort and you're like, Hey, we have community. When you were starting your business, who did you like build your community around? What do you mean? Like when you were launching the cohort, obviously you're like the, you're the leader of the cohort, Uh but just like what you expressed, like, Hey, you're not unique. You have this community. Like, did you learn that within, like, did other women in the cohort? Like, where did I pick that up? No. Like, who did you look to, to say, Hey, I feel like I'm freaking out in the beginning or, Hey, I feel like I'm not that, you know, who, who I always have like my support team is like a million people. Yeah. (laughs) But I think it's important because you create a support team. So like who on your support team are you like, hey, because I have a big support team, right? So it's like, who do you bring close to you? So it's like people are seeing, okay, Jocelyn isn't just like, she's practicing what she preaches. I do a ton of work, guys. Don't go to a coach who's not doing a ton of personal work, please. Yeah. So, I mean, it's constant. It's year round. I mean, it changes. But I find like very deep. I mean, my spiritual growth is always super important to me. I also like had a lot of natural, I have like 15 years of sales and marketing experience. A lot of the business stuff, you know, like 
that's not the part where I was like, ah, you know, because sure. I kind of was rooted in that. Of course, I always have a coach, but that felt a lot more natural because of my background, which is also why I teach it. Um, and, but like my spiritual development. So I always view like our ascension as like how we're kind of showing up in the 3D in our actions, our emotional world and our spiritual world. Totally. The categories that I think about, right? Me taking action, never been an issue. You know what I mean? I know yeah. how to like show up for that fine. And a lot of people do, but action is not enough to get you results or everybody would be rich because everybody knows how to bust their ass. Yeah. So, and my whole point is let's not have to do that. And let's like have all our emotional world and our spiritual world be so developed and nurtured and fostered that when we show up, we're super magnetic and we get really big results. So we, so we can show up less and receive more and keep showing other people that's possible. Um, just because our culture rewards the masculine so much that women feel so much natural shame just for being women. Yeah. Really want everyone to see, like, you don't have to do all of that. Um, and I think it's hard for people to believe because my masculine energy is strong, but like I come on when I come on, but when I'm off, I also really, I have boundaries. You know what I mean? I like do what I want to do. If I don't want to work, we're not working. Right. No, but like, I think for me too, what, what I think I hear you saying is, is it's like, cause I was very similar, like sales and like sales and making money is not, was not the hard thing for me. It's what's hard for me is like not killing my puppy, like getting in flow, like trusting myself, like learning to align with my essence. And so, and you were definitely part of that journey. So it's just like, I think what I just heard you say was like, Hey, I wasn't, it wasn't about action for me. It was about trusting and figuring out who I was so that I could show up and magnetize and create the cohort. Correct. Yeah. I mean, the cohort was really birthed from me not wanting to burn out and seeing that. So I'd worked with all these clients one-on-one and I was like, wait, I can get them much faster results. If I, if I can bring them into a multi-dimensional experience that includes all of these different things, right? So the cohort is set up where there's recorded content and there's live coaching because I don't want to spend my time coaching, teaching at clients. I want them to be able to like take in the strategy stuff on their own. So that yeah. can spend the live time actually focused on you as a human, because I've been in group coaching containers where I was bored out of my mind. Sure. Because they're just talking at you the whole time. And there's like, it's not about like, where's the human, you know? Yeah. Totally. He was really important. So that's why the cohort was born. It's like, you know, I'm into like speed. I want my clients to get as fast results as possible, not to burn, not with burnout, but just, I'm like, you are so much more magnetic if you, than you know, we just need to like light you up and show you the way. Yeah. Um, so the cohort was born out of me realizing like what people needed. Right. So when I talk about like this strategy, all the businessy stuff, the spiritual, the emotional, I wanted like everything together. And I was like, and I want to give them like top notch experience in all the areas. So let me bring in people who are top notch because I've experienced them. Right. And I'll focus on my zone of genius with them and then make sure they're supported. So they have multiple touch points for support all the time. Cause obviously I'm not going to be teaching like two to three times a week. You know what I mean? That's crazy. So the, the reason the cohort was born was kind of like, I saw a gap in coaching. Yeah. But I also think like you had enough people around you that were probably already working with you on a personal level that you were like, if I bring all these people together, like 
you, that's, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is it's like you created what you, you, the cohort is what you were already doing for yourself. Like you probably had a healer you were working with. You probably had some people helping you with like tweaks in your business. And then you saw the gap and you were like, okay, right. Like you, like you, it was like you externally, your path is the same, right? Like you had the people around you helping you. And then you were like, shit, I should offer this to my clients all together. Yeah. Like I never hired anyone for my copy or anything, but yes, I know what you mean. Yes. The healing work is so important. And that's missing a lot of the time. And I also saw that the people who weren't getting that addressed, who needed to, could not move forward. Yeah. You can't action around your healing. It's not going to yeah. happen. However, we also don't need to get stuck in it. We can be doing both at the same time because people will wait, think they need to be healed to move forward. And I'm like, no, you're always doing that. I hit $50,000 in a month while I was also an EMDR. <laughs> You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like my business, your business isn't you. Like my business to me is like, it's a company. It's over here, right? Like, and this is why I don't like that, like self-worth business message, money all getting mixed up. I'm like, no, like you're running a company and you also have a life and you have yourself, right? And they're separate for me. I am not like Jocelyn, the woman is not like Jocelyn, the company. The company is an extension of myself. Like, I love my brand. I love my clients. But I think where women get tripped up is like, like what you're saying about squeezing the puppy. And I describe it, it's like emotional enmeshment. Yeah. <laughs> Not totally. Don't live together. It's like how your romantic partner, he's not, or she is not part of you, right? Like you right. have you have you, you have them, and you have the relationship. And that's really beautiful. It's like the same thing very similar to, uh, to the business, but yeah. So I always was in healing. I would do any trauma therapy that I felt like I needed. Like, I just don't sleep on support. Like I'm always heavily invested in coaching in myself. I'm extremely spiritual, extremely witchy. I mean, my intuitive gifts and all the witchy stuff that is more natural to me. So I've developed more on my own. Um, but yeah, I get help. Like I don't wait. I don't sit around suffering. I don't, I'm not shy about people knowing what's going on with me or like having an ego about it. I also think part of my success is because I don't wait to get help. Yeah. And I'm the same. Yeah. Like once I got tired of being tired and I had a lot of help. That's exactly what happened. You know, like when I had a lot of help with business in real estate. Yeah. Um, But when, once it was like, okay. I like my business, like we said, is a direct like extension of me. And especially when I started like working with my teachers, Aaron and David with breathwork and like really, really going deep and being like, okay, we've got some programs that are running that I've been running a long time. And like, I, if I don't really like, if I don't bring awareness to that, I'm always going to show up in avatar Sophie. And so I think it's important for people because I think you share a lot. Maybe I don't hear it as much because I'm not in the cohort, but it's like people need to hear. It's like building a business, especially when you're helping others and you're leading others. If you've got like these bad secrets in your closet, if you've got the things that make you feel icky, like that's the stuff that people are going to like repel from. And that's like, so you've got to like do the inner work. You've got to clear out. You've got to excavate. You've got to be willing to talk like when I talked about escorting, which like nobody knew about and being humanly trafficked like years ago, people were like, oh my God, right? But like that's such a big part of my story. 
And yeah, that's not a program that runs all the time for me anymore because it's not a secret, right? right. It's like, I also think the reason that it's magnetic for you is because it's processed. <laughs> because what yeah. does work is when people do Dear Diary and it's not processed. Yeah. Your people feel that. So it, it becomes magnetic once also there's a certain level of processing around it and perspective about it because you have the ability to teach around it. But yeah. like you were like in escorting and building your business and in an abusive relationship and you're online talking about how it's happening right now. I guarantee you would not, it would not have had. <laughs> it would not land. No, people would be like, can we call the cops? Like, well, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I, go ahead. No, yeah, I just, I think that that's something that I don't hear enough of that I think as women that are more attuned and and aligned with your essence, and for me personally, it's always going to be a journey, like a journey home to myself. But if you don't do that healing work, and if you don't seek out people to help you on an internal level with what's going on, when you try to grow the business you're going to just come up after block after block because all you're doing is running like the same old programming. So yeah. I think also you have to remember that you and I are already more like you're skewed towards it. Some people have been doing all the healing in the world and they need help with their business. Yeah. Okay. I receive, right. Cause I'm naturally strong sure. business. I also receive a lot of people who've been doing a lot of personal development work, but they're thinking that like you can manifest a successful business without actually learning how to build it. And that's not how it works. I've seen so much of that. So I think, right, because you're like, you've had, you know, you built this part of your business with me originally, you had your business before, you had coaching there before. And so the internal work was like another step. A lot of people haven't done all of that. So we're more inclined, especially the women I attract in the spiritual space, more inclined towards self-help than they are towards like, let me go out and like build an empire. Interesting. That is what actually happens. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to do another meditation. And that, you know, like, I'm like, you can't meditate your way to success. You can't, yes, this, it's like, they all need to be happening together. And this is what we all have to accept is there's no special fancy order of this amount of healing. And then you get to be successful, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like you, you, everything gets to happen together. There's never anything that I'm going through in my life that means that I can't be as successful as I want to be. That's true. I think, and I think success yeah. is really personal, right? Like success. I don't mean like everyone has to be a multimillionaire or whatever. I'm just saying our personal version of success and what we desire. Yeah. I think like people don't, a lot of women don't give themselves permission to receive because oh, I still am not over this issue. I'm not over this trauma. I'm not over that. But there is no, like you have to allow yourself to arrive because we are on a journey forever. There's never going to be a day. I just said that. You're always on a journey home to yourself. It's a continual journey home to yourself, like a hundred percent. And I totally agree with you too. It's like, you have to be able to see like, I feel like good business owners is like, it's like a baseball game. Like you have to be able to get up to the batter's box, hit the ball. You have to be able to go out in the outfield, see the ball coming, come up to the stands. And like, if you don't have perspective on what's going on and like, if you're just like, I suck at hitting the ball and you just get up and hit and hit and hit. And that's like the part of like, you know what I mean? Not doing your trauma work. I I mean, I use a ton of metaphors, but it's like, you have to be able to see the whole picture 
and really be able to like, and for me, it was like, I just was so used to hitting home runs and I wasn't like able to do other parts of my business. And now I'm like, okay, just, I eat popcorn and someone goes up there and hits home runs. You know what I mean? That's like the energetics of my business opposed to like, you know, I wasn't on the other end of it where it was like, I'm going to meditate one more time. And like, right. But and- that's what I'm saying. You're on a, people come in on different sides of the spectrum. I've seen it all. Right. You're, yeah. You were a lot more inclined to be like holding on tight, wanting to do, 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 but also not wanting to do, 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 because it's going to stress you out. So it's like, what am I supposed to fucking do? <laughs> yeah. Know? Totally. Yeah. Like, okay, let's make it easier. Let's calm it down. Most spiritual women are way more like I talked to a lot of psychic women, really activated up here, not rooted in down here. And mm-hmm. the magic happens like money is very much it's part of the material world. It's you yeah. know, it's money, like yes, we attract it energetically and all the things, but like if we can't take our spiritual energy and like ground it down onto the planet into like a functioning business, right? where people can understand it and and respond to it and all the things it's not, it won't produce anything. And so yeah. I, and I've had both. I've had people. I can't hear you froze, but I can see you talking. Ah. We're frozen in the middle, but I also think that part of my gift is like, I span all the sides, right? And most of the time, a woman who's like at, um, sorry, we're good. Are we good? We froze for a A woman who kind of carries the masculine part of the energy that I carry isn't also highly spiritual and extremely intuitive and witchy and all the things. Like I happen to be interested in all of these areas. So I'm able to service like a wide, a wide energy type. But the other reason that I care so much about like the spiritual part of this journey, et cetera, is because, or like when I'm coaching around magnetism in these different areas, depending on what's coming up for people is because like, I would die if I was in a business container that was all strategy. I mean, that's like, sounds like a death sentence to me. Well, that, that's like what my whole, all my coaching experience has been, right? Yeah. So like, if you don't have someone that can see where you're at and really be human with you, like you said, like that was my, I mean, I had four really successful real estate businesses in three different States. And I've like, from the outside, I've had it all. And I was very miserable. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just masculine and strategy. Mm-hmm. It literally makes my stomach hurt. And you don't, like, I don't understand. It's like, don't try to implement someone's strategy who's like 10 years in the game. And also, I think I talk about this too. A lot of this whole coaching marketing world was developed by men. And men like to hunt and make things kind of complicated and like figure it out and like all this stuff. Like a lot of times, you know, like I grew up in a very, I only have brothers, like the way their brains work and what they enjoy is so can often be so different where I'm like, well, I just want this to be as easy as possible. Why do we need to do all these different things? Yeah. People like enjoy all these like. <laughs> yeah. They like, I mean, well, they like, you know, like that's why they sign up for those mud races or whatever. Like they like, like all the obstacles that's, you know, figuring it out. And we're like, I'll be over here sunbathing. That's literally <laughs> like 
my little brother would be building these like enormous like connect structures and his and like that to me sounds like hell like I have so much respect but then I would just be like you know dancing around doing jazzercise (laughs) totally like we're different and I'm saying like obviously there's women who enjoy those things too and I'm not trying to like put us in categories I'm just saying a lot of the coaching world was built by men. A lot of the marketing world was built by men. A lot of the structure was just built by like men. Business in general was built by men. Businesses were built by men, right? But that doesn't mean that we can't do it our way. We just have to sometimes catch ourselves. And just because they set the structure by how the world developed, doesn't mean you have to go out and act like a man to be successful. Like I think what's so cool about being a woman is because of our receiving energy, we are actually so much more primed to receive and to not have to go out and hunt and chase. So why go out and hunt and chase when you don't need to? And it's going to stress you out. It's a counter to just even our whole makeup. You know, absolutely. And I think too, is it's like when you get in the energy of hunting and chasing, now you have to go out and like make money. Like you don't have to, but like, that's, that's the goal. But when you make it hard, it's like you get in this shaming cycle. You're like, I need to be doing more. I need to be doing more opposed to being like, where are you at? What are the actions that you can take? And then how the hell are you taking care of yourself? Like where, how are you letting things be in flow? And like, how do you really want your business to be? Like, that's a big portion for me. Like I often will be like, okay, what do I really want it to be like? And how do I want it to feel? Not like, cause we can get out there and be like, okay, I'm going to do the healing. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And it's like, when I go into me and why my business is unique to me is it's like, because there's specific things that I need it to feel like it needs to feel joyful. There needs to be a high exchange with my clients. It needs to energize me. It needs to bring me money with ease. It needs to feel supportive for both people. Right. So like the energy of my business is something that I tap into. And I, I mean, I know you do the same in some ways and it's like when people are out, that's how people fall victim to like, I need to do it. Sally Susan and Jenny are doing is because they don't understand the energetics of how they really want who they are and how they want their business to be. Yeah. Well, I always talk about set your business up to work for you. You don't work for the business. I'm yeah. like, this is the masculine energy that supports me and the client. I don't work for it. Like <laughs> it works, for yeah. it. you know, and it helps my people, but like, yeah, I mean, it's creating your life from a place of desire, not should. And it's interesting because people get like, I don't really compare myself to people. I just like do what I want to do. I yeah, do. but we're saying, I mean, people in real or not real estate, people in the business world or in the coaching world have come to you because they've been in these other containers and they're like, oh, I was trying on what Sally was doing. Oh, I was trying on what Susie was doing. But it's like, I think the cohort, what the cohort allows and my, where I was, I think just in general in my journey, but is it allows you to like tune into like, no, who are you? What are you offering? Are you feeling into the energy of who you are and your business so that like you can show up and be yourself and people can be attracted and have that clarity opposed to like, okay, this lady says she's making 20 grand this month. And so I'm going to just go see what she's doing. Yeah. And also like, of course, within strategy, I always try to say too, there's flexibility. Like everybody's business is going to look a little different, right? I can teach you a bunch of different ways to do things. But just because I do something doesn't mean you have to do it. Like, I'm always like, well, adapt to work for you. Nobody's a robot. There's no like perfect success formula. It's just my big thing with strategy is actually understanding how, because this is what most people are missing, how what you're doing actually ladders up to the next thing instead of throwing shit against the wall, right? Because like, I'm really, 
I'm big on sustainable income and it's very common in this industry to be lots of money, no money, lots of money, no money, lots of money, no money. And I wasn't available for that, right? And so that meant I had to actually have like a strategy and structure within my business that could support people all the time, right? And I did that on purpose, whereas not everyone does that, but I don't like the highs and lows of money being all over the place. Sure. Just like how it feels emotionally, right? And it gets our nervous system all activated and like all this stuff. And I'm like, just because that's what's normal in the industry doesn't mean that like you have to do that. But you were evolved enough in your being to be like, okay, I'm aware that money can fluctuate. So I'm going to do the work that I like, A, you had a lot of experience in the, the money making and bringing business to you. But you had enough centeredness in your being that you were like, I'm going to hold space. I'm going to share my income with other people that come in, which other coaches I don't think always do. And I'm willing to let it build a little slower, not slower, but different than opposed to like, okay, it's all me. It's always going to be me. Like when I coach people that come to me that want to build businesses in different areas is it's like, you have to be willing to weather like who, what's going to come up inside of you. When you're like, okay, I want to make 10,000 and then I want to make 20,000, I make 30,000. You were like, nope, I'm going to hold this centered space. I'm going to channel my energy there. Once I get there, I'm going to go here. Like you didn't come into the cohort and be like, I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars my second month. And I see people that like, why was it unrealistic expectations? No one makes a hundred grand their second month in business. I actually have unrealistic expectations going around. Yeah. So, but that's why I teach the way I do, because I want everyone to have sustainable income. And then also I'm really into like, you can have a big vision, but laddering your income goals. Cause people will come to me. They're like, I want to make 60 grand a month. I'm like, girl, you haven't even made five. Yeah. And I want you to set yourself up for success. Cause what happens if you try to call in some huge number that you've never hit before, like call it in now, you blow your system out and can't even get there. And there's no real structure around you to call that in. Yeah, I did move fast. Most people don't do are not where I am in their first year, right? But there was not. It wasn't like I'm going to start the cohort and then I'm going to make 400 grand. That was not how I rolled. Totally. How I rolled was like I I just practiced, and this is what I teach. Like also, like even in my Gene Keys chart, money and marketing are just like the things that I'm here to teach, right? So I'm always like playing with the energy of money and all the things. And so, but what I did is like, I would get, and you guys see me doing this if you're in Money Queen or join Money Queen, like I would get my, my, my energy around amount of money. So like, and then like do all my things, right? And then it would just be like, okay, so what needs to align an energy and an action to receive that amount? And it has nothing to do with clients. It was not like, oh my God, I need these clients. I need that person to sign. I need that person to sign. It's not about that. It's like, me and my relationship with the universe and like receiving, like being the woman that is able to receive. Because if our receiving isn't open, like it's hard to, you can't receive money. And then, and then if you receive it, you don't actually hold it and keep it. Right. So like having money, it's like, there is a lot of like receiving energy and attracting money to you. But like, I just align with the number. And also like, I've been like committed to like, having sustainable growth my whole way through. But I like it could would take a while. So like my first month, no, like by my second month, I did like 
13K, I think my second month, but that was all just like, we'll see what happens. Like I wasn't being coached. I was like, that was me on my own. And then I got to like 17 and I was like, okay, we can't scale from here. I can't take on more clients. I can't like, it was like, you know, when your energy feels stuck, I was like, this isn't working. Then I was like, okay, what's everything I learned, right? Like birth the cohort and that whole thing. And then I got myself from like my, but I was, and then I, at that time I was like calling in 30 and it probably took me like three months to get to 30. And then I got to 30, but I never dipped down. I stayed at 30 from like April to August straight with like, but you didn't get discouraged. Like it took very in, like, in between. No, it took that's like, that's like that. It doesn't yeah. like, write it down and then boom, there it is. Like you don't go like, Oh my God, it didn't happen in 30 days. I'm a failure. But that's like, where you need to show up like the fucking queen. The princess is the one who's like, I didn't get what I want. It's never going to work. No. You have to know it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And that's self-trust and trust in the universe. And like, I just, I just knew, and I knew it was in my body, like 50, right? I was calling in 50 probably from like June. I started working on that number like in June. And then it happened in October. Where are we? Yeah, it happened in October. But like by the time my energy, I know when it's going to happen. Like I've played with money energy enough where I feel it in my body where I'm sure when it's happening. Yeah. Like 100% sure. And I'm also sure when I'm not aligned with it yet. But guys, you got to let it be a game. And this is where I'm saying like this, the business is not like a reflection like I kind of, how do I view it? It's just like, it's fun. I just think business is fun. Well, you just have to lower the stakes. Like people oh, yeah. make it life or death. It's like, okay, I didn't hit that. And I used to be, because I make big, huge months in real estate. And it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And when you and I were talking, I'm like, hey, I have some different goals this year, but it's like, I have to like um, enjoy it and let it be fun. And there's like, for me, it's like, there's no life or death today. There's no like, you know, anything about nothing. Oh, and it's like, and you have to, like, I talk about this all the time with my clients. It's who you become. Like you have to become the person that like to make that money. And so it's like, and you're not a bad person for not being there. It's like, it's all good. It doesn't mean anything about you. That's why I'm saying, just let it be fun. And this is why I always say like a byproduct too, like women coming to work with me and starting their business and learning how to receive more and build more and all the things just being you is like, you tend to step up your whole game because like the woman of you who's making that money and is also happy is a different version of you. So like you always get this. Oh, a hundred percent. But it's like when when a snake sheds its skin, I'm sure it's not comfortable. No. And so it's like, I think people feel like, oh, well, business should just go great. It's just going to happen and it's going to be wonderful. And I'm like, baby, honey, you're going to have some, like, there's going to be some moments where you're like, this is really hard. There's going to be really high highs. But if like the biggest thing is if you keep going where when people are like, oh, Sophie, this girl, you know, booked $44,000 in 90 days. Well, it's like, well, I had a lot of other things that allowed that to happen and a lot of other energetics, but people watching me like for the business, but it's also like, I don't look at my business and go, you know, if someone's on an exchange with me, I'm not desperate for the business or I'm not desperate for certain things. I'm like, this is growing in a way that has to be mutually like 
beneficial opposed to like, okay, I have to have these months. And so I have to make it because I think that like energy, but I know you run into that in like the cohort, like you teach women, like get out of that scarcity energy, like trust the process, trust who you're becoming. It will happen. It's just, it. it's like, it takes more layers than people think sometimes. Well, it's also just like, trust that you're in, if you're in your purpose, the universe has to support you. Like my relationship with the universe is like, the universe is a giver. I'm in my purpose. I'm helping women ascend. So therefore I have to be financially supported, emotionally supported, spiritually supported. I'm not saying there's never up level wobbles and stuff like that, but it's like, sure as shit, I'm doing what I meant to do on the earth. So therefore- the universe is going to show up to support me. I think it's beautiful. I think you <laughs> I know that everyone doesn't always feel that, but I'm like, trust me, it's the truth. But the thing is, they're like, well, I started, where's all the money? I'm like, yes, I'm saying that, but I do have a strong sense of personal power within my business that was built through actually building the business. Confidence is breeded through action. You don't meditate. And you had years, you and I both had years of taking action and seeing results. Like our action and trust muscle is wicked strong. It's like, it's going to happen. But I've never been an entrepreneur before this. Yeah, but you still took action towards like you worked at a great, you know, investment firm. You had to like be a badass to get that job. You you had a great education. You had to take action around like oh, just like, certain have- things. Like you are an action oriented person, hundred percent, right? Yeah. But that's how because people be like, how are you confident? I'm like, because confidence is gained through showing yourself you can. And I don't believe in failure. I really don't. Not even a word that crosses my. There's no such thing. It's like, I did something. Oh, I didn't like the result. So now I'm going to go do a different thing. That's it. I don't believe, like, I don't, because people get very afraid of like failing. Like, what does that even mean to you? You just hear other people talk about it. So you took it on. Like, I don't think about that word at all. Like we all are going to have experiences where you like put something out and like people don't catch us quickly. But what I've learned from stuff like that is like, oh, actually subconsciously, I didn't really want to work on that. I didn't want that. And then I I really wanted was something else. And so then I noticed if something is feeling slow and then I just go shift my energy to the other thing instead of making like, oh, I put this thing out and people didn't do anything. That doesn't mean shit about me. That's like my energy body being like, Jocelyn, you don't want that right now. You want something else. So like make the shift, right? Because totally the universe not have the shame around it. Like I have clients, I have a cute one that's on here right now. That was one of yours too. And we talk about that. It's like, hey, if you need to like work from your pajamas and that's what feels good for you, honey, then do that. Like, don't have this shame or like, oh, I'm a failure because I'm not dressed and ready to go. It's like, baby, if you feel better in your pajamas, do that. I'm like in my pajamas all this. I literally like do whatever the fuck you want. I'm like dancing (laughs) in the kitchen, taking baths in the middle of the day laying around in bed, laying around on the sofa, going to the park. Like it's your world. There's no, I cannot emphasize enough. Yeah. I get dressed up and do these things because I like to, not because I have to, it's like part of me. Totally. But you know where you're going too. It's like for the other women that are maybe like, Oh, I do all of that. And I'm more spiritual. It's like, you have to also know where you're going and what you want. I'm very clear where I'm going. I always say like, like make decisions about, I decided so early. Like I was like, I know where this train is headed. We're not all the way there. Right. But it was like, I want my career to be like this. 
this is where I'm headed. This is what I desire for myself. And like, we're going there and stuff. So I don't stress out. It's like all not here right now. My big thing is like, I want to master as much as I can always so that I can turn around and teach. Right. That's my big thing is like, I want to show you just how fucking amazing it is. Just how easily you can call in money. Like, and I see it like in money queen, the results those women are getting, and I'm not even coaching in there are like insane. Yeah. Fuck. Yes. Cause this is all the things I did and it works for all these other people. So for me, part of the fun is not just like, Oh, I get to make as much money as I want and do whatever I want, which is like, yes, we're here for it. But also like I am motivated by wanting to show other people how to do the same thing because most people are inclined to suffer their way through everything versus Mm -hmm. to find the way that is easier and feels good just because of our shitty programming. And I'm like, your programming isn't, it's real. It feels real in your body, but just because we had the patriarchy and the system and all this stuff around us doesn't mean that's the only way. Then how do you explain quantum leaping? How do you explain like all these crazy miraculous things that happen? We are bigger than just this like basic ass 3d world. I really believe that. So I'm just like committed to showing up. This is also why I talk about the money that I make. I think it's really weird to be an abundance and business coach who won't talk about money guys. Yeah. Well, I think that's what draws people to you too, but that's what you teach. But I also trigger, I triggers people too, but I don't fucking care. If no, if you don't want to talk about money, how do you expect to bring it to you? People, this it's like sex, politics, money, like all of the, these taboo topics, but they're so important in all of our lives. You know? Well, I think that that's why people are drawn to work with both of us is it's like, it's like, this is who I am. I think it's confronting when people, I mean, I'm not for everybody, you know what I mean? And I've like, yeah, I like get that. Right. And there's things about my past or there's things about who I am that it's like, this is who I am. I'm not for fucking everybody, but like when I am in a container with somebody, it's like, I want people to have so much permission to be who they are. Like, I think we have a lack of people being like genuinely who they are and knowing who they are and then really going after their business from that area. And it's like, so I don't, I think that you're just super aligned. And so when you talk about money, if it triggers people, it's also like, well, you've got to look at like, where are you at with your alignment? Right. Right. Well, and and it's normal. I mean, I think any coach who talks about their money will say how they were triggering for people and that's okay. Um, but the thing is, I'm like, don't be triggered. Come join me. You know what I mean? I'm only talking about it to like help you do this thing. And obviously what you've been doing hasn't been working, which is great. So like, let's keep going. Yeah. For example, like, I don't know, like when I, women who are far ahead of me, I'm actually so inspired. I don't find it triggering at all. I don't either. They're out there. They're like, I had a half a million dollar a month. I made a million dollars. I'm like, girl, get it. Like, I love it. And I think it's so exciting because like, go towards the energy right because they have something to give to you not like be triggered and hide I don't well also it's like just see where that shame is coming up see where it's coming up in your body then go seek some help do something with somebody if it's the cohort or it's wherever but like don't just like brush it down and be like oh that's couldn't be for me you know I talk about the businesses that I've built and I had a funny text message come through conversation it was so funny like two days ago and I really I didn't think about when I'm like, hey, I've built four six figure businesses that like that's triggering. And the conversation that I have with someone, I was like, oh, 
okay. And it was just funny, but it was also like, if that's triggering you and you want to know more about it, I'm such an open book. Like, let's have a conversation, book a free discovery call with me, opposed to being like, whatever was going on in the message. And it's like, I think people, if that's, if it's like, if you spot it, you got it. If it bothers you, then you want it, like figure it out. You can have it. Totally. And also there's no pie. Money loves to be generated. Money loves to be circulated. Like, yeah. And it's, it's an infinite resource. So there's really nothing to be jealous of because there's just so it's like, it's not going anywhere. (laughs) You know, there's, it's out there. It wants to come to all of us. Um, Okay, so. Chatting forever. (laughs) So what would you say to anybody who's like on the fence about the cohort or thinking about it? Yeah, I would just say probably just do it. You know what I mean? Like, just do it. It's so worth it. It's, you're not going to go, especially if you're looking to grow a coaching business, you work with a lot of spiritual women. If like you're in that, if you're in there and that's what you want to do, it's like, you have a whole team of people that are going to help you support you, get you on your way. I mean, everyone that I see that goes in there is profitable at some level. And, um, that's important too, is it's like, there's no guarantees, but like, there's way more guarantee being in the cohort than there is just like you going in alone or finding a coach that kind of knows what they're doing is it's like, if you want to grow a spiritual business, a coaching business, it's like, Get on with it, girl. Quit thinking about it. You thinking about it is costing you money. Time is money, baby. Yes. And I do think this is important too. And you obviously have this in your business is like actually having real world business experience. I did not just get coached and be like, I'm a coach now. I'm a yeah. coach. That is not what happened. Right. Um, and so sometimes there's containers out there that look like that. Or I'm not like, oh, I'm psychic. So now I'm just gonna coach you intuitively on how to be successful. And that's it. Like. Well, and I would ask somebody too, that's on the fence. Cause it looks like somebody that's just in the comments. I can see on my phone says they're oh. on the fence. Her name's Kelly. Sorry, what are your questions? Hold on. Let me look. Please ask them now before we wrap up. Yeah. But I would just say like, what is it costing you to stay the same? Like, what is it costing you to sit on the fence? And like, once you make a decision to join and you get your energy moving in the right direction, you'll be like, oh my God, that was amazing. But like staying in pause, money. Yeah. It's costing you also all this time that you spend thinking about it and your business is not successful. You're reconfirming that shitty programming that is telling you, you can't be successful. You can't do it because you keep totally, you keep doing the same things, getting the same result, definition of insanity. And then the story just gets worse and worse and worse. It's like digging your own grave. That's why like people like me, Sophie, et cetera, are here because we don't do that. I'm like, let's go. Show me the way. Totally. <laughs> Anyone who's available to help me, I'm ready. Who I also totally. feel like with, obviously. Like I don't play that game ever. It no. is total self-sabotage. Get the help you need. I mean, when people work with me too and you, is it's like, if you don't like doing something, hire it out. Like, let's get the help you need to get to where you're going. But you won't know that. Like if if someone's on the fence and they want to grow a coaching business or a spiritual business or whatever they're trying to do and they're on the fence, it's like, if you just say yes. So like the worst thing that's going to happen is like, let's just talk about the worst thing. It's going to fail. You're going to waste X amount of dollars and it's going to be horrible. Well, like there's been no evidence really that that's going to happen. So that's just your fear-based mind. 
And like, you have all this other evidence of like people that have come out and have been successful and have had opportunities to grow a business that are, is an extension of them. And so it's like, you're playing small by not joining. Okay, beauties. I think we're good to go. Sophie, thank you so much. How, what are the ways that are available to work with you? What do you got going on? So you can find me at Sophie Jones underscore sacred coach on Instagram or Sophie Jones. Um, I'm friends with Jocelyn on Facebook. So if you want to go dabble there, you can come do my breath work with me every other week, every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard. And then I currently open my conscious business and sales. It's really driven towards people that are probably a little bit more along in their business, have some type of corporate experience. They're burnt out. So it's not like the cohort. It's more for like corporate that needs just more fulfillment in their life. But I have four spots um, for 2021, the first six months. So practice what I preach. I don't bring a ton of people in and we're together for six months. Um, so that's where you can find me. That's what's up. It was so good to chat with you. And like, I just love you. I hope you have an amazing Christmas and all the things. Thank you. I'm going home tomorrow. It's so crazy. I haven't seen my family in a year. My mom cracked me up. She texted me. She's like, we're so excited to see. I was like, oh, thanks. I'm excited to come home. She's like, last time we saw you, you walked out the door and said how you quit your job. <laughs> like, You're like, well, it worked out. I was like, it did not work out well. Yeah. Like when you hear your parents reflect back to their perception. I mean, I'm a, I am a firecracker. I'm sure parenting me was not easy, but um, it's just- Parenting me was like next level. So. <laughs> <laughs> but here I am. It all worked out. So yeah. Thank you so much for asking me to do this. Of course. Um, and then if anyone ever had any questions about it, like that you want to know, you're always welcome to ask me about the cohort. So if you ever yes, like, want to slide in my DM and just like have questions that you don't want to ask Jocelyn, you can ask me. And I'll answer honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We did all, all right. the things tonight. All the things. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See, I told you it was going to be a good one. I love Sophie. I hope you learned so much. I seriously have the best fucking clients. Like my job cannot get any better. You guys are just incredible. And all of you listening to the show, I just want you to know too how much I love your messages and everything you send me about how much is changing your life. It's really a fucking vibe. So thank you. And now would be the perfect time to jump in the cohort, take advantage of the go all in sale. It's closing end of day on the 15th. You have the extended payment plan as an option. You'll receive all the pay in full bonuses for you pay in full ladies. I've added some additional bonuses for you. Everything is on the enrollment page on my website, jocelynkellyreed.com. You can also check it out in show notes. You can apply on the site. There's view immersion details buttons that have all the information. And obviously my inbox is open for questions. I'm, I'm here to support you. I know this can feel like a huge decision. I've totally walked this part of the journey as well. Now I just love being supported. So I'm like, take my fucking money and let's go. <laughs> when I feel the desire and it's okay if you're still like a little more afraid than that. Um, there is an investing fears and in why you have them episode on the podcast. Um, but you guys just, just learn to follow your desire. It's taking you in the right place, even if fear is getting in the way. Um, because all of this, you know, everything Sophie and I talked about is just so, so, so available to you. And I'm literally put on the planet to help you have it. So I know you're vibing with me if you're listening to this episode. So trust that energetic alignment and like do the damn thing. I love you and I will talk to you soon. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.